Bitches gossip. Bees buzz. Hello, hello, hello. It's Ryan. And Gina. And welcome to our very first episode. This is the inaugural episode of our supplemental podcast, Bees Buzz. They what? They buzz. Are you buzzing? Not yet. It's only um, 3.30 here, but I did just crack open my first White Claw of the day. And I just poured my first cocktail of the day, my first of many. Obviously, the cheers to um, our first episode releasing. Yes. And if you haven't listened to it already, it is out on our SoundCloud and um, wherever else we're on. Gina knows more about that than I do. We're also on Spotify um, and currently in talks with Pandora. Yes, yes. And uh, Jay-Z wants to sign us exclusively to title, um, allegedly. So we'll see. We'll see. We have an NDA right now with him. So yeah. he might have to yeah. keep that under wraps. Yeah, and we definitely can't talk about our upcoming appearance on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Ryan, too much, too soon. Uh oh, Chris <laughs> might be coming for us. Um, other than all of that bullshit, what actually is new with us? Um, we never really get to talk about each other. Uh, okay. Well, you of course are engaged, which uh, was very, which happened right before we filmed our very first TVBs episode ever, and. That- Spoiler and alert. Now you, and now you have a wedding plan for 2021. Correct. So I am engaged to a wonderful man named Corey Rose, who's actually outside right now sunbathing in the backyard because he's top living on, that quarantine. He is considered essential and is a recycling man for this our city. And so uh, he gets off at noon and it's now three. So he's gone in at least like one good hour of, of tanning. And I'm so proud that. Um, um, post pics to the pod that. if he's shirtless. Oh, he's definitely shirtless. Hell yeah. He's shaving his chest right now. <laughs> oh, okay, man. Um, he's shaved I, his head. I have to say, I think, you know, there are doctors, there are nurses, there are EMS people out there like Joe Exotic who are putting themselves on the line every single day. But in my opinion, I think that it's the sanitation workers who are putting themselves most at risk because they're dealing with everybody's trash and they have no clue if somebody's sick inside of the house. And even though they're not touching each piece of trash and whatnot, and a lot of it's done by machine, he's exposed to a lot. And that's got to be petrifying. Yeah, so we have been quarantined together just in case. Um, and I've been having a great old time here. Um, listeners, just another spoiler alert. I am also unemployed at this time too. Unfortunately, my job uh, is in the event industry. And with no events to produce right now, we're kind of on a temporary freeze. Um, and I know this has affected not only me, but um, my co-host and just so many people around the world. So uh, feel free to comment, to write us. 
Um, let us know what you're doing, how you're coping. I can kind of, you know, give you my side to the whole shelter in place, quarantine, no job, no wedding life. (laughs) Um, But happy to, you know, be there for all of our fans because we know you're feeling it and we are feeling it too, but we can get through this together. Yeah. Hopefully we can put a little smile on your face and get you drunk while we're at it. There you go. Should we have a buzzword for our our short buzz episode today? Gosh, I don't know. How about, <laughs> okay, this might be fun. Every time I say, um, and I oh. don't even realize I'm doing it. <laughs> All right, listeners. So every time Ryan says, um, which will probably be a lot, make sure you have some sort of drink ready, whether it's alcoholic or not. We want you to get sipping. My apologies in advance <laughs> i have my two fa- um greatest shelter in place fans with me right now my cats so um i think we have a full house right now there we go um speaking of your two cats our last episode tiger king if you have any thoughts about it or any questions about it that you want us to answer in our next bees buzz the first, um, the first um, segment of Bees Buzz will always be about our last episode, um, any future thoughts that we had about it, as well as recommending an episode or a show that we haven't seen to each other. And we'll also do a retro flashback to the first season of TVBs and kind of recap and update you guys on every single show that we covered. So, um, <laughs> you have uh, said um about 10 times already. So oh my God, sorry. Maybe we drink <laughs> every other, um, that Ryan uses <laughs> or one per minute. <laughs> there you go. Um, so <laughs> as usual, we, I did it again. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> we do, a recommended drink. Gina is still on her white claws um, from the TVB's Tiger King episode. I switched it up a little bit and did a nice refreshing absolute pear vodka with some sparkling soda oh, water. And I'm, you know, I'm a little cutesy tootsy and bootsy. Where did you get pear vodka in a time of crisis like this? Okay, so it was came to my surprise, and I'm very happy about it, but BevMo is now on DoorDash. Oh my gosh. Okay, how much A is pear vodka, and what is BevMo's like, policy? Like, is there a... You have to be 21 and up. No, you just have to be 21 and up. I know the one close to me, it's a $12 minimum. Um, and then, you know, you tip the driver and whatnot. And right now I'm not sure how long it's going to be running, but they were, and this is not sponsored. I'm just really excited about it, guys. The Absolute Vodka is currently buy one for $16 or $16.95, I want to say. And then you get the second bottle for five cents. So, um, yeah. That is quite a deal. It is. I was actually surprised the first time that I ordered like one bottle, I got two and I was like, oh, fuck, they made a mistake. And then today I like saw, oh, this is what's up. They, I didn't just like 
you know, accidentally get an extra bottle. So that's nice. They're looking out for us in this time of need where we have nothing to do, but watch TV and do, uh, and do anything to, uh, numb ourselves to the boredom of 700 square feet. I will say shout out to BevMo and no, this is not a paid post, but BevMo actually provided the bottles of champs for my engagement shoot and the labels oh, shit. on them. And it was like a buy one, get one for five cents, which luckily I did because in our engagement photos, we failed at our first attempt to open the bottle while the photographer was taking some snaps of us. So I'm all there for the buy one, get one for five cents. I love that photo. We should put it on our story or something. Yeah, I would love that. Shout out to Bevmo. And if anyone from Bevmo is listening, we would love an actual sponsored post. So <laughs> I'll ask Carol. <laughs> yeah, right. Or absolute. Ooh, um, because one. if you know the reference from uh, season one, I love this drink. Um, so you came up with a really fantastic idea that I'm all about and you call it watch one share one can you uh, tell me about that a little bit of course so uh, this was just like a quick idea I have because currently in this quarantine I have a lot of time on my hands and I've been watching and streaming my own shows on Netflix Hulu and Amazon Prime and I feel like I've kind of exhausted all of my options. Oh, and HBO. Totally. Um, HBO Go is a good one to check out as well. But anyways, I just wanted to create something because I know you have an amazing taste in TV, hence our podcast. And See? I wanted to do a watch one, share one where I share with you something that I'm currently watching that you haven't checked out yet, but always have, or maybe just have never heard about just one episode. And I really want us both to gauge like vice versa, what we think, um, if we agree, if we disagree, if we think each other is batshit crazy for picking. Um, I already so. think you are. <laughs> same, babe, same. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, I thought we could start this off and then maybe our listeners could also comment on shows or movies that they've watched during quarantine and share them with us. And then maybe we can check them out too. I love that. Okay. I already uh, have one. <laughs> what, 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 do you, what would you like me to watch? Because I'm going to need a second to think about this. For sure. Okay. I just found this on Netflix um, the other day. Apparently, it's not so much of a newer show, but it's called Community. And originally, it aired on NBC, um, but I've been watching it on Netflix. So there might be some other platforms you can watch it from. Anyways, it has like a star-studded comedic cast. It kind of reminds me of The Office, Parks and Rec, um, that type of like just dry, just uh, wit. Um, and I like both of those shows. Yes. So I am going to ask if you can watch one episode. I would say maybe not the first. Maybe dive into episode two. Okay. Um, it's. I mean, you can fall really easily into it, but just FYI, um, I'll give you kind of like a synopsis of what it's about. The main okay. character is Joel McHale. And you oh, I love him from uh, the, the soup. soup. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, some other actors in the show at Jillian Jacobs, who's in Love, which is also on Netflix. Huh. Um, Allison Bree, who was in what's it called? Um, Bojack Horseman, but what is the wrestling movie all about women on Netflix? Glow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is the lead in that. Donald Glover, okay. um, Childish Gambino, is also in it. And he is so funny. I love him. He's such a good actor. Chevy Chase is in it as oh well. Oh, my gosh. Um, basically, they're all going to college together. And it follows them, like, trying to pass this Spanish class and then being partnered and having oh study and... It's kind of like a F up breakfast club, which they mention in one of the episodes. And it's just hilarious. It's like basically all of them spitballing around like a study table. So. Okay. That sounds fun. Yeah. I think you could definitely get into it at least um, with one episode. So that's my pick. Okay. Well, I'm not sure if you've seen this series or not, but um so if you don't know, I'm about to tell you, Gina and I met um, doing theater together. Um, we both were, uh, I was doing backstage stuff for The King and I. She was one of the primary dancers for King and I, and she was wearing this huge mask and needed to be escorted from one side of the stage to another in this very short amount of time. So we met because I was assigned to escort her uh, from one side of the stage to the other. And so, you know, we've always shared a love of musical theater. So there's this um, series on Disney Plus uh, hosted by Kristen Bell called Encore. And the premise of it is that uh, all of these high school casts reunite to recreate the show that they did um, as little as 10 to 40 years ago. Um, and if you were to do any, uh, if you were to watch any one episode to get started, I really, really thought that the, um, the Anything Goes, Ooh, okay. it's episode number 11, because it's one of the oldest ones that they did. The original cast from 1975 reunited to do it. And this was just last year. So that's, almost 40 years um and gina was actually in anything goes in what i think was one of her best roles ever as uh what was the character's name bonnie bonnie yes so i think that you'd really enjoy that because it's just it's just really fun and lighthearted and amazing seeing these people reunited doing what united them to begin with and there's 10 or 12 episodes total well there's got to be 12 because i just said that this is episode number 11, but they cover different shows such as Annie, get your gun, the sound of music, beauty and the beast, uh, fiddler on the roof. That's another really good episode of theirs. So I highly recommend that it's on Disney plus, And I believe there's going to be a second season coming out next season. So like the end of this year. Can you imagine if we had our own reunion for our the high school musical of The King and I? <laughs> well, I wouldn't be scared to be on stage now. Um, I do have a question for myself, and probably the fans might be wondering too. If you don't have Disney+, Plus, how can I access it? Or do I have Disney+, Plus because of another platform? Um, 
Okay, so my Disney Plus, it's connected to my Hulu. So if you already have Hulu, you could oh, add okay. Disney Plus for like a very small amount. I want to say it's like $5 more versus like the 8 to $10 that Disney Plus is by itself. But I think they have a month trial. If you haven't tried it, just download it to your iPhone, iPad, Roku, Apple TV, Smart TV. It's a actually really good service, in my opinion, because they have a bunch of classics. We just watched, um, even though it's not a classic classic, we just watched um, The Hunchback of Notre Dame with oh my Demi gosh, Moore. I and... I've ever watched that movie. Are you serious? That's actually one of my favorite animated Disney movies. Okay, I'm going to add that to my list, too. So Disney Plus not only has, like, their own original shows, but then they have, like, classics. The Vault. From the Vault. Yeah. And all of the Marvel movies, um, all of the Lucasfilm movies, all of the, um, all of the uh, Disney Channel movies, and then just like the release to theater movies, and they have a good majority of their library on there. It's pretty, it's pretty spectacular. Oh, how cool! I'm so excited. Okay, see, that gives me something to do when. Um, Corey goes to bed super early. I can pour myself that glass of Pinot and dig into, okay, so it's called Encore and then um, Hunchback. I might have to save for later in the week because <laughs> I'll probably yeah. get so into Encore. It sounds so exciting that I'll probably have to stream all of the first season. Yeah, uh, it's easy to get through. And it was tough for my partner and I to get through because they would release one episode a week versus all of them at one time. So we could not wait until Friday for the next episode to come out. Um, so yeah, you can definitely just binge it all. Just take, take uh, if you have a day off coming up soon, go ahead and just... I've cleared <laughs> my schedule for the rest of the week, month, and into... Um... <laughs> The third an undetermined of amount of time perfect so, um, thank you for that. I'm excited. so yeah i'll check those out and i'll let you know what i thought of community next week awesome and yeah um listeners if you've seen community and you agree or don't agree with me i love to know too or maybe if there's an episode that you think is quite possibly the best um i'd love to kind of skip ahead and watch it also yeah all right So, uh, are you ready for our flashback moment of season one TVBs? Oh my gosh, I love flashbacks. Hit me with this. (laughs) So we're going in order from episode one through episode 12 of season one of TVBs. And we arrested. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Um, So we started TVBs out talking about our favorite show American Horror Story and Um, then there were only eight seasons and now there are nine seasons uh 1984 was released last fall um and it followed a group of uh fitness instructors who became camp counselors in the 80s and it's very very uh campy campy uh pun intended i'm sure it's very retro it's 
so 80s it's cheesy but it also pays flashbacks to movies such as nightmare on elm street and of course jason and it's just a yeah uh yeah that's what it's called not jason my bad um or halloween too oh yeah it's it, it totally pays homage to all of the 1980s um horror films the cheesy parts and the scary parts um, it wasn't my favorite season overall, but I was definitely entertained by it, specifically when we got to meet um, uh, when Lily Rob came back as the mom. Yes, I agree, Ryan. Um, and I'm sorry, AHS fans out there. I was actually not impressed. And I know like it was supposed to be, I don't know how to explain this, but... I just I felt think, like, to me, like, the acting was not where it should have been. Although I know it was, like, a mockery of kind of those horror slasher films. Um, I just didn't... It hit the mark. It just missed it completely to me. I think that you kind of had a premonition about this when we recorded yeah. the first episode. I could be completely wrong, but you said that Ryan Murphy series kind of decline over time. Yeah. And I think I have that in my mind. And so as soon as I started the first episode, I was just really let down. I will say though, the last um, two to three episodes were awesome. And I wish it kind of like had that flow throughout the entire um, series because I would have been stoked. Um, But in all honesty, like once we got to like maybe the second to last episode, which typically like I feel a lot of these um, seasons of AHS, the ones that I didn't like so much, they somehow like overnight just kind of spring forward into greatness. <laughs> but yeah, um, I will say, and I don't know if we want to give this away, what happens um, at the end of this and maybe how that alludes to the next season, season 10, but I do think keep with it if you're kind of skeptical um, in the first. Keep going. Keep going. It's good. And I think there's only like nine episodes. And the thing is, it's not, to me, it's not even that it's a bad series. There are some storylines that are awful. But (laughs) to me, each episode was solid. But some storylines got really, really, really old. Yeah. Like the, like the like the lady who runs the camp. I was so sick of her shit. I was Uh, not, I was just sick of Emma Roberts sometimes can like really get under my skin because I feel like some of those personality traits are how she really is in reality. One note, every single role she's played has been, you know, the basic outline. But I love Billy Lord. Oh my gosh. She's so adorable. And she's such a good actress, too. She is. Every season, she brings it. And she plays different roles that are, like, a huge stretch where I feel like Emma Roberts plays herself, but she's so damn good at it. Yeah. I can't see Emma Roberts as any other um, personality trait than herself because I just can't see it. She does it too well. Now, the thing is, normally I... Once I hate a character, I hate a character. I really disliked Madison Montgomery in Coven, but then I 
loved Madison uh, in Apocalypse, but then I really disliked this character that she played in 1984. And the thing is, I think it might be one of those like the Roanoke series where I was kind of off put by it at Mm -hmm. first but then on a rewatch I appreciated it more so I definitely need to rewatch 1984. I agree maybe we do that. Yeah let's do that. Let's do that and then maybe in then maybe tentatively in October we could talk about American Horror Story 1984 for a Halloween-themed month or something. Okay. I don't know. I'm down to Oh, I do have a couple of um, scary series that we could actually cover for okay. that spooky and scary series that we can cover for October. Fans, you heard it here first. TVB's Halloween coming October 2020. I'm scared already. <laughs> I'm always scared. Um, And then American Horror Story is actually renewed up until I think season 13 and then season 10, uh, the cast got announced. Oh my gosh. Wait, I'm reading this amazing article about the cast. Spoiler alert. Macaulay Culkin is returning. He ain't a home alone anymore. I don't think he's ever been on it. I don't think so. Well, wait, no, never mind. That was another Netflix show I was watching. (laughs) Okay, also, veterans Sarah Paulson, Evan Peters, love. And apparently Sarah Paulson, when she got the call, she's like, is Evan Peters going to be in it as well? Because she loves acting alongside him. So I feel like they might do what lead in season 10. And 1984, that's the first time that both of them were not in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely felt their lack of presence i felt the lack of presence from all of the leading characters from the og days yeah is is jessica lang coming back i do not see jessica lang's name here so fans if you know something we don't please let us know i see billy kathy bait um finn witchrock i don't see cat i don't see a miss jessica lang though huh well, I miss her. Hope she's well. Um, and then I'm not sure if I'm not sure. Did I say that Finn Wittrick is returning as well? Your baby daddy. Oh, my baby is back. <laughs> we yeah. For those that don't know this story or didn't follow it last season, I actually met Evan Peters and Finn while they were at the Napa Valley Film Festival. And Finn literally did one of those, like, I'm looking right at you, girl, um, motions to my beautiful camera, which, I mean, we can post again, because I'll post that all day, every day. I, I love think it will still be on our Instagram. Yeah, maybe we should just message him direct also. Perfect. Live interview. I mean, all these celebrities have to just be bored and waiting for um <laughs> waiting for just invitations at their doorstep love that um but ryan i i just want to discuss your thoughts and theories on season 10 because i'm looking at an image that ryan murphy posted on his instagram of a um, season 10 and it looks like well the caption reads things are beginning to wash up shore mm-hmm. and it looks like um I'm getting like lighthouse 
the movie vibe. Um, oh, um, I fell asleep watching that. <laughs> I know. But it kind of looks like things are rising from the depths of the sea. Yeah, I hope it has something to do with, like, philosophobia, like, fear of the deep sea, maybe deep sea creatures, maybe, like, um, I always fuck up how you say it, but you know the guy with the tentacle mouth, Sitilusu, who or something? Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's, like, something like that, or, like, uh, I don't know. I, but then I also hope it's, like, a really, really scary subplot of Shape of Water. Oh, Shape of Water. That was a great movie. Kind of. Like, what if Evan Peters falls in love with Sarah Paulson and she's like a deformed mermaid and she and they end up having like spawn of the underwater sea. (laughs) Yeah, they have like demon siren babies because humans and sea creatures aren't supposed to breed, but they do. And then these creatures slowly take over the world. I hope it's kind of like science fiction-y, actually. I hope it also like has scenes from the previous seasons. And I hope it also makes up for the last few seasons as well, which I think it will, because I'm sure Ryan Murphy's gotten some feedback. Well, you liked, you liked 1984 and Apocalypse, didn't you? Apocalypse, eh... 1984 I'll have to watch again. Apocalypse was yeah. not a favorite, but I'm also not really into that kind of genre either. Um, For sure. I am the more demonic one and Gina's the more like gore and slasher. Exactly, which is why I feel like I probably will like 1984 if I go into it with a more positive outlook than I previously did. Yeah, all you need is positivity. Colors okay. of the world. Um, (laughs) so yeah that's my hopes for next season personally um either way i'm just really happy that american horror story is coming back but i heard that the production did get halted because of the coronavirus shelter in place pandemic and of course california parties of more than two are not allowed and of course with filming a series even if it's just one person on screen you're going to need at least a dozen people in the building from sound and lights and directors and cameramen and all of those and you know we just don't nobody got time for coronavirus nobody got time for that (laughs) on that note we will be right back to discuss our next segment which is called bees recommend we'll bees right back yeah bee bitches gossip bees buzz hey all you cool cats and kittens it's Gina again. Anywho. It's Ryan again. I'm still here too. <laughs> and if you've been following along or if you're just catching up with us now, every time that Ryan says, um, which I have actually lost track, <laughs> I've had to open up a second can of White Claw, but we're sipping on whatever we have in our pantries or refrigerators to the word, um, from Ryan's beautiful mouth. So moving on along, this second part of the pod is all about us bees recommending something from movies, music, and books. Because 
quite frankly, that's all we can do at this time while we're in the shelter in place. Yep. So starting off just our list of recommendations and things we've watched or read or heard, let's go with movies um, because okay. I'm literally watching so many to fill my day. I've watched a lot of good ones, Rye, but there is one that I absolutely fell in love with and it's called Peanut Butter Falcon. Have you heard of that or have no you- oh i've heard of it but i've i've only the name i don't believe i've ever seen the trailer or read it i don't think i've ever really been interested in it yeah no make worries. me interested in it tell me how, how 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 the hell am i going to be interested in this shit gina amazon prime yes okay so it's on amazon prime it's gotten a 96 percent rating on rotten tomatoes Starring Shiloh LaBeouf and Dakota Johnson from Fifty Shades of Grey, FYI. Um, so a little bit about the film. It's, to me, a very much like adventure story and coming of age tale. It's very light, but also has like depths of darkness and also kind of depths of um, sadness as well. But triumph to greatness at the end. Just uh, a quick little summary, though. Um, it, it follows a character named, well, in real life, his name is Zach Gotsigan, and he has Down syndrome. And a little trivia behind um, this young man, the directors actually met Zach at a camp for disabled and non-disabled people. And Zach expressed this like undying desire to be a movie star so the directors of the film wrote the script around him and his like hopes and dreams and it basically just came into this like beautiful script um and from there they found people they knew to uh, film part of the movie without any permits so that's the backstory and you may have like seen Shiloh LaBeouf and Zach at award shows or or hosting or if you just look up Shiloh and Zach you can see kind of some like interviews that they do together he's the literally the cutest the cutest guy um in the world but um it just follows the life of like these two characters and it shows just this character of Zach and he loves wrestling and his dream is to go to the doorstep and to train by the specific wrestler And I won't tell you if they end up finding him or not, but it just shows like no matter what you're going through in life, um, you know, you can somehow get through that no matter what. You can pursue your dreams regardless of if you have a specific personality disorder, a disease, you're different um, because all the characters that come together in this movie to get to the end are different in many ways nice so much and that sounds good buff is so effing hot like he worked out hard for this role like he went through his own shelter in place to prepare for this role i think i was scrolling through one of the news websites that i read and somebody Mm -hmm. the headline was like Shia LaBeouf is filled with tattoos and this is information I never knew that I needed in 
my life and he's literally he has like a full chest and like sleeves of tattoos which i never knew until i saw these pictures i think he got really hardcore after his dui oh (laughs) as one does yes (laughs) hey guys after you listen to any of our episodes i know that we say things like cats and um quite a bit so please do not drive after listening to one of our episodes please oh thank you for that Um, But I will leave you with this for Peanut Butter Falcon. Um, I looked up recently what Peanut Butter Falcon is um, and what it means. And once you watch the movie, it's super cute how you find out about that naming. But it just means that there is a sincere and unwavering belief about the best possible outcomes in any situations in life. That optimistic self-confidence is contagious and the reason for peanut butter falcon so I feel like you're looking for something to smile something that warms your heart um check it out because these times are rough right now and we could all use something positive and uplifting nice I'm definitely gonna have to check that out I'll at least watch the trailer and see if I want to pursue it further but it sounds pretty good for sure Um, I have a movie for you that I know you're going to love. And um, I was originally going to talk about a different movie, but then we started talking about Jessica Lange uh, about 10 minutes ago. And a couple of weeks ago, I saw a movie that originally aired on Lifetime, and I believe I watched it on Amazon Prime recently. And it's called Wild Oats, and it stars Shirley MacLaine, Mm. the one and only... And Jessica Lang, and I'm just going to read the first paragraph of the plot, which is completely spoiler free. Uh, it's just a general synopsis of what's about to happen. Um, this is from Wikipedia. When a retired high school teacher, Eva, played by Shirley MacLaine, loses her husband, she mistakenly receives a $5 million check on her deceased husband's $50,000 life insurance policy. Her friend Maddie, Jessica Lang, whose husband has just left her for a younger woman, convinces her to keep the money and they both depart to live it up at a resort in the Canary Islands. And honestly, Gina, I was watching this and I was laughing hysterically through parts of it. Even just like the random little things that uh, Jessica Lang says, there's this uh, part where they're at a uh, funeral reception and uh, she says something along the lines of nobody wants to eat this shit you made and um, something along those lines. And it honestly reminds me of you and I in, you know, 50 years because it's like that same type (laughs) of like best friend energy. They tell each other off, they support each other. They love each other unconditionally. And it has a really, really, bittersweet moment at the end and it's just full of it's everything that I love about a comedy movie um, with because I, I hate the comedy movies that get very very serious like two-thirds of the way and then all of a sudden it's just not a comedy anymore this is just like a serious they're just like going with the flow of everything that happens in life whether they're being chased by the FBI um, potentially sick potentially hooking up with a much younger lover at the island. These are all alleged and potential things that might or might not happen during the plot. But I 
it really warmed my heart. And of course, seeing Jessica Lange on screen is always a joy for me. So good. And everything that you just described sounds like us in the next 20 to 30 years. So yeah, I'm there for it. And you said it's a comedy, correct? It's a it's a it's like a comedy with a little bit of drama and a little bit of romance. But it's main. it's yeah, it's a comedy film. It's a very versatile comedy film. Perfect. I laughed more than I did anything else. So that's what I recommend for you and for all of you guys to watch out there. If you love Jessica Lange, if you love comedies, if you love bitter old bitches, then <laughs> buzz along. I'm feeling like one in this quarantine. So, so for sure. So Me I will too. have so much homework now. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, I love that you wanted us to recommend some movies but I personally get tired of looking at the screen sometimes so I've found it really um relaxing and entertaining I now know how people felt before tvs just listening to music um so if you want some music to check out I highly recommend Dua Lipa's um new album that was just released in the past couple of weeks it's called future nostalgia um if you don't want to commit to a full album or don't know too much about dua lipa she uh sang the hit song new rules that came out two or three years ago um and if you don't want to commit to a full album just want to try out a few tracks um i highly recommend the track break my heart i like the song physical i think cool is another standout and then um hallucinate if you liked break my heart you will definitely like hallucinate and future nostalgia definitely sets the tone of the whole album so if you don't want to commit to a full album and just want to check out a few tracks i highly recommend those what have you been listening to um well i do think that it's super cool how a lot of artists since they have so much time on their hands are like really diving back into their creativity or finding um, old projects and finishing them or seeing them through. And uh, I heard like just today that Selena Gomez is actually releasing a new song on Thursday, um, which depending on when you're listening to this um, might be out already. So that's a fun, something to check out from Selena Gomez new music. Um, I also know that Childish Gambino, we had a fan right into us that we should check out it's called 31520 and it's supposed to be super super cool and trippy and indifferent which I feel like are all three great qualities about him so I will definitely be checking out Childish Gambino but on a completely flip side I'm a huge country fan and one of my favorite artists from Stagecoach which is like a huge outdoor music festival like Coachella but with country music and cowboys and girls um Sam Smith came out with his first album I believe in like the last six years he is well known for like house party and body like a back road but his new album Southside is pretty good um it's a bit more love felt so if you're feeling um like getting warm and cozy and opening up a bottle of wine or just kind of relaxing outside, I would definitely recommend checking out Sam Smith because he's back and he's still as hot as ever. I'm glad he's back. It's great to have somebody who's actually 
um, who who acknowledges themselves as dual gendered or um, you know pansexual and whatnot is amazing. We have some amazing LGBTQIA plus. Um, trailblazers out there and I don't think I've really heard any new song from him since he came out with that one with Normani dancing with the stranger last year and then he had that other single out oh how do you sleep so I'm excited to try to check out his new album okay I'm sorry I meant Sam Hunt not Sam Smith oh (laughs) (laughs) well shit Um, but (laughs) Sam Smith is a beautiful specimen of a human being and soul. And he was just on, um, okay. I don't have cable anymore. Um, but I know that he did like an iHeart music festival sing along for like quarantine and the shelter in place. And it was like him and Billie Eilish. Oh, wow. So I think Mariah Carey and Backstreet Boys were also involved in it too. Oh, I saw the Backstreet Boys living room performance of I Want It That Way. I liked it. Yes. I watched it on Instagram. Um, So if you just follow, I think it's iHeartMusic, you can check out all the artists that performed. It was pretty cool. And I think more channels will be featuring more artists doing things like that. And depending on when we get out of the shelter in place, you know, I feel like some of these huge music concert artists that aren't performing or going to perform in these larger festivals will probably put some stuff out that's live or on YouTube or some way that we can follow follow them. Because the music is really what's like getting, I feel like, a lot of us through these like live videos and like just these live streams that artists have been doing. And like, I have seen that some of these artists have also been offering like free lessons, like of how to play, you know, specific notes and chords to their songs, which I think that's is cool. I think is really cool. Kind of just like how late night hosts are doing their own type of late night shows in the convenience of their homes with their families. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, we've really learned how to become resourceful with technology um over these last I mean look at us we're doing a remote podcast and um you're totally right about um the concerts because I stream music via title which is um Jay-Z's streaming service and he recently or title recently added a bunch of concerts from Beyonce Rihanna uh, Lil Wayne Megan the Stallion so Love. on and so forth <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's a shit ton of music for you guys to watch, but also if there's an artist that you like or a song that you like, go to YouTube and then put the word live after that. I can guarantee that you're going to have the time of your life just looking for random songs that you love that are live versions because sometimes the vocal riffs are different. Sometimes the arrangement is a little bit different and it's always fun seeing how people perform it and like what kind of visuals the artist decides to um put with the song yeah I'm definitely a fan of these virtual concerts and I'm so happy that these artists have been doing it because it makes you like really think that you're (laughs) at your own at your own either like live performance or they're singing directly to you oh Um, yeah they are singing right to you I like to call them couch concerts yeah um 
Okay, so now we have some movies to watch. Now we have some music to watch if or to listen to. If you are tired of watching things, tired of listening to things, then we suggest that you read something. So um, we have a quick question because I yeah. downloaded Audible and I'm like obsessed with Audible and this new way to listen to books without reading and the reason why I downloaded Audible to begin with because I do love the feeling of purchasing a book and flipping the page and actually like having the time to like read on my hammock or read on um, BART or any type of transportation to work but I just felt like I was always on the go and I wanted to listen to something outside of a podcast um, and more story driven so that's why I downloaded Audible but do you think that defeats the purpose of, I guess, quote unquote, reading? No, it's a matter of preference. Either way, you're absorbing the story. I personally can't listen to um, audiobooks. I really prefer paging through it, especially because my memory is so bad. I definitely sometimes need to, you know, flip back and like, okay, who who is this person that they're talking about? I forgot you know, what happened with them, you know, a couple of chapters ago. And that's difficult for me to do with an audiobook because you rewind and rewind and you still don't know exactly where you were. But for me, at least with the book, it's like, oh, I know that I was on, you know, I know that I was about three chapters back and I could just go back and I I enjoy flipping the pages of a book. I, um, I've tried one audible, did not like it. I always order books um i'm one of probably the only people that actually checks books out at the library still oh my gosh do you have a library card or have libraries like upgraded that system no i have a i have an oakland zoo themed library card oh hey yo I'll post it. I'll post it to the gam if you want to get some drip if you're in the Bay Area. <laughs> Go to the Rockridge Library on College Avenue. Things are lit there. Um, the reason why I downloaded this Audible also, fun fact, I went to the Amazon store and made a purchase and they gave me a bunch of free credits. Oh my God. So all of these books, um, I like to say books on tape that I've been listening to have been complimentary from the Amazon store. And Amazon, if you want to um, get us a sponsor post too, we'd love to have you. Well, I'd ask if you're reading something, but I guess not. Are you listening to any books right now? Yeah. So I just finished um, this really amazing book called Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng, who also wrote Everything I Never Told You which I plan on downloading sometime this week because I love how she captures her audience. And this story is absolutely breathtaking in not a positive way, I will say. Breathtaking as in like, holy shit, I'm on the edge of my seat because it's also a miniseries on Hulu right now. So I combined watching... There's only five episodes thus far on Hulu. So I started with the miniseries and I couldn't wait week to week. So I started listening to the book and I have never done that before where I'm kind of like coinciding the book and 
um, TV at the same time, but highly recommend if anyone is looking for something fun to do, because these episodes come out, I believe it's every Tuesday night or Wednesday. Okay. Um, but Little Fires Everywhere, uh, before I uh, go too much into it, it's about two families that live in a place called Shaker Heights in the 1990s. And these two families are brought together through their children. And I really think it dives into like the class system and racism and growing up with privilege. And there's so much to it. And just to give a preview of the miniseries on who is playing the lead actresses, Carrie Washington and Reese Witherspoon. So if that gives you any allusion into when I talk about like class system and racism, like these two actresses are so brilliant and I think they're doing an amazing job. Um, so I like both of them and I know that I definitely need to watch the series because I know it's one of your picks for us to cover later in the season yes. of, um, of our look- main podcast, TVBs. Yeah, so if you're looking for something to do, definitely recommend Little Fires Everywhere and also the mini series that corresponds with it. Um, and Everything I Never Told You is something I'm also going to check out to see her first her first novel that she wrote before Little Fires Everywhere blew up. Um, so Interesting. It's kind of nice to see where people started from. Um, and maybe why that is not made into a miniseries, you know? What makes Little Fires Everywhere the new it show and novel? So check it out, whether it's on Audible or an actual physical book that you turn the pages to. <laughs> what jar- What kind of genre would you say it is? More like drama? Oh, for sure. Drama, action, maybe mystery a little. Okay. Work. Work. That's a good combo. But the one thing I think is kind of interesting is that throughout the first chapter, they basically say little fires everywhere, like multiple times. Um, and so it kind of was like, huh, I never really like when you hear the title of a book or a show like in the very first like episode or the very first pages. I like it to oh. be more, like, you know symbolic little fires no no i love that shit i love that shit i don't care if it's in the beginning middle or end i love it when they say the name the title of the film i will say the movie or big fires everywhere so i'm so happy to discuss this later on um in our season but yeah definitely at least check it out and if you love that ryan then you're gonna love the first you're gonna be hooked from the first chapter on nice i think i can Uh, audible also oh well yeah you know what i could always give it a shot you know what why not we're in a we're in an age where we have to be flexible so let's thank you let's do that you can at least listen to the first chapter some of the (laughs) chapters i had to repeat several times because i found myself not paying attention because i'm like picking weeds or washing dishes um so that's the only complaint i have with a book on tape um because you can very much get involved with other things but tell me That's all about my next assignment from, from you on what I should be reading. Well, as you were talking, I kind of had a moment of panic and had to zone out for a sec because I think I might have talked about this book on TVB's season one. 
But if you guys didn't listen to the episode where I may or may not have talked about it, I definitely recommend Fucking History by The Captain. If you love laughing and you love learning about history, this is the perfect book for you. Um, So basically, for those who don't know history, they're doomed to repeat it. But usually the history is boring as shit. So you don't really get too invested in it. But these are a series of stories that are no more than two pages long. It's a very easy read. Um, A chapter will take you no more than five minutes. Each chapter is a different story, whether it's about Cleopatra, whether it's about cats, whether it's about the invention of um, of uh, two's a couple, three's a crowd, you know that saying, if you want to uh, just learn about history in a fun way, I highly recommend it. The captain his instagram handle is um uh is uh gosh it's this random combination of letters it's like sgr oh yes i'm correct it's at sgrstk and he posts all these hilarious tweets and he has sunday sunday sermon you know what i think we talked about him on our drunk history episode last month this is why it's so familiar anyways i still highly recommend the book and if you need a refresher on him um go to our patreon in the next couple of weeks and re-listen to the drunk history episode because uh i definitely recite one of his stories then and there um and you can order his book on amazon.com and you can order his book on uh, target there's not an audio version so if you're old school like me um definitely read it and i've been reading this book off and on for like the past year just because you know i read a few short stories and i'm good i'm almost done with it and i'll pass it along to you g once i'm done with it so you can learn some fucking history Thank goodness. Yeah. Well, that is our, (laughs) that's our segment called Bees Recommend. Right. I want, I'm like, the captain's Instagram right now are going through it. He has some super intense tweets, but he screenshots them and posts them on Instagram too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But there's one that I'm reading right now that I feel like, people need to hear it's just like two sentences so this is from who uh, ryan was just mentioning as the author of fucking history you can only chew your food for so long before it's time to swallow and move on the same goes for your stop dwelling on your thoughts that drive you fucking nuts think it feel it then move on before it comes too fucking much Amen. Basically, you get a mouthful. So yeah, at first, <laughs> and 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 that's that's very much what the book is like. You know, he made a huge point in 
a short amount of time and it was impactful. It was entertaining to read even just, just those two sentences. And that's exactly what you'll feel with every single chapter of this book. And then he has a follow-up book called um, Another Fucking History, which is a sequel to it, which I'll order once I'm finally done with fucking history. Um, so maybe that'll be a reading buzz. Uh, is it reading buzz or book buzz? Either way, um, it uh, that may be one later this season. Who knows? We are going to have one bees buzz for every single TV bees episode. So you're welcome. I love it. That's just one more pillar of my homework. So I have to watch Encore, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Wild Oats, um, check out Dua Lipa, a couple songs or her whole album, and then fucking history. I'm now following on Instagram. So I feel like I've and, learned so much already. And, 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 and then to recap what Gina has assigned me to watch, it's Community, Peanut Butter Falcon, uh, Sam Hunt and Sam Smith. Oh, we love uh, you, Sam Smith. Thank you for everything. <laughs> Ch- Childish Gambino and Little Fires Everywhere. Correct. Oh, and the Perfect. Hulu series too. If you and just the Hulu series. The first episode. We've, okay. I mean, I feel like that's doable to at least do a couple of those while we're on a stay-at-home order over the next week. I mean, I'm going to do that this week. I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm a real I mean, I'm better. Down. I'm down. <laughs> um, we'll be right back with our final segments. Uh, see you soon. Did you say um? I did. Uh, okay, let's see. Hey, Ryan, remember last season when we did, like, between each of the segments, we did, like, that um, sound bite? Like, da 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 Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I need to do that again. I just remembered when you were like, we'll be right back. I don't know if we want to do the same one or if we want to still do that. I think that's I think that's fine, at least for Bees Buzz. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. <clears throat> All right. And we are back with uh, one of our final segments of Bees Buzz. This will happen weekly. But basically, uh, this is the... I was just saying I love when the title happens uh, in a movie, film... Uh, movies and films are the same thing. Hold on. Fuck. Three, two, one. And we are back. Um, now, it's coincidental that we are doing this next segment moments after I said I love hearing the name of the uh, ti- the, the title of something in a book, TV series, or a film because you're now listening to the segment of Bees Buzz called Bees Buzz. And that's where us two bees randomly look at the uh, headlines and we pick out one headline that sticks out to us and we, uh, we talk about it without reading the article. Uh, blind column, you might want to call it. This has been uh, so entertaining, mind you. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I'll go first. Um, and it's pretty, it, the headline pretty much speaks to itself, but I think it's pretty damn cool. Uh, Rihanna surpasses Jay-Z and the Beatles for most top 40 hits with Party Next Door's collaboration, Believe It. Um, and I think that's pretty damn cool. She's our age. She's 32. She's a mogul in the makeup and fashion industry. And of course she started out as a singer and she's proved even after a, you know, over a one or two year hiatus that she still got it and she's still making hits. And I think that's pretty damn cool. And to say that you've surpassed the Beatles who have held the record for 50 something years is fucking fantastic. What is her new song? that like came um, out that's when you believe it yeah yeah um that's it's called better. believe it with party next door yeah okay love it and just heard it on spotify and i'm a fan i'm glad she's back in the game and it's so crazy to think that someone our age not trying to give our age away on the pod but that someone our age has yeah surpassed the beatles but just is doing probably everything in her power to be like the next female Jay-Z. And I think Well, yeah. She's definitely at mogul she's definitely at mogul status right now with I mean, I love Fenty Beauty. It's my favorite makeup line. I love everything that she does with music and I love all of her fashion lines, whether it's Savage X Fenty Puma X Fenty, whether it's her own um, Fenty Couture collection, everything is just impeccable and so well thought. And she's so inclusive. She thinks about everybody, whether it's skin shade, gender. Uh, There are several drag queens who are brand ambassadors for her lingerie line. And I don't think drag queens have ever been uh, ambassadors for lingerie lines before on such an international level. And she's her up. (laughs) Yeah, she's good. She's good. And she thinks about all types of not only uh, not only sizes, but shapes. Um, yes so and then she's you know she knows that we want the music but she recently described her professional career as a carousel where it's like all right I have one day for music one day off one day for fashion one day for lingerie one day for makeup one day to meet with my managers take you know do whatever I didn't finish up and then rinse and repeat so she's stretching herself pretty thin to make everybody happy I just want to say that the reason I'm laughing is because what you just described sounds like the shelter in place like we are in a carousel right now where one day you're you know creating a new tomato garden outside (laughs) and the next day you're creating a new recipe for banana bread (laughs) But I can definitely, definitely relate to her life during quarantine. Definitely not um, the everyday outside of the shelter in place. But if you want to see more about like Rihanna's actual personality, something that comes to my mind is Seth Meyers and Rihanna when they have this whole little late night day drinking. 
Yes, it's so good. So I love good. it so much. When she ba- when she basically tells him to give his wife head to make her happy, I was like, "That's my girl." Um, yes. And the thing is, and the thing is, she can say these things without it being crude. She is honestly a class act, and I have such a special place in my heart for Rihanna because I went to her concert and she sang the second verse of Umbrella directly to me and she threw her sunglasses at me and I caught them but then this fucking security guard took them away from me saying I wasn't allowed to have them Uh, the nerve nerve, I bet they were on eBay I was so fucking pissed Um, but the thing is she did go into the front row and she like touched all of our hands and I think that I may have a non-existent restraining order um, from her against me because I didn't let go. And she kind of like shook her hand violently to remind me to let go of her hand as she was walking by. And now Ryan has not hand sanitized that one area this whole quarantine. <laughs> no. And I've been straight touching my face. Um, so yeah, congratulations, Rihanna. I'm super yeah, proud of you. And thank you for releasing girl. new music. It may just be a feature on a single, but I mean, it's something new and I'm, I'm grateful. Thank you. We're here for it. Yeah. Gina, tell me about your headline. Oh my gosh. I could literally do this all day. Like if you were to give me one job and it's to look up headlines in general and think I know what they're talking about in them. Um, But this one I chose because it was one of the first on my feed and it kind of alludes to our Tiger King episode um, of season two, episode one. So the headline reads Tiger King super fan Cardi B blames Bronx Zoo Tiger's coronavirus on Carol fucking Baskin. Oh my God. <laughs> that header reads, Cardi B is the Tiger Queen now. Um, oh my fucking God. So if you have any sort of social media and follow Miss um, Cardi B herself, she is very vocal about her feelings towards Joe Exotic, which are positive. She yeah. joked about starting a GoFundMe um to get joe out of prison and he's currently serving 22 years so she's got some time literally to uh raise that money on the gofundme account but he was like a huge advocate for him and obviously from this headline despises carol baskin as most people do um but i do want to say like there have been tons of headlines in a not so like comedic light about the Bronx Zoo having like an outbreak of the coronavirus, but in actual animals, that being tigers. Um, yeah. I, I believe it was from a zookeeper that had um, asymptomatic. I don't know. I could be wrong because I didn't read the like full article because I was just looking at headlines. But So could it have been like, could it, I know that a, a lot of, outlets have reported that it could have come from a bat do you think it like could be something that maybe was cross-contaminated between like a bat and a wild tiger that all of a sudden became contagious to humans and that's maybe why the tiger got it because i know i know that i think it's all dogs all types of canines are um non-susceptible to the virus if i'm right if you if you listen to the podcast you know i don't fact check anything so if i'm incorrect please let me know guys it says first i'm just like doing some uh, 
back checks of this poor tiger. First known case in the world from... But I bet it is Carol fucking Baskin's fault. That fucking bitch probably donated the tiger to them just to just to fuck shit up, just to fuck up tigers in captivity so that they could come live I think in a goddamn sanctuary. He's trying to get everything off of her right now. All the attention, all of the, the harsh comments and criticisms. And it looks like, oh, the test for the tiger um, was different than the way they test humans, obviously. Oh, so, so they for didn't shove that's, a like, Q-tip really up its that, brain? yeah it looks like they did not take a test or resources from human health efforts and there's a question do i need to worry about my cats because that's something i worry about every day tigers are a very different species of cat than domestic cats everyone you heard it straight from national geographic (laughs) and you cannot catch coronavirus as of right now from animals perfect Besides, I mean, in my animals. Um, I mean, you do, you're not consuming them, but like airborne. Exactly. Because people so, in Wuhan were eating smoked bats. That's so and, insane. And the thing is, I've been I've I've looked at like them testing these bats, and they're so fucking ugly. The fact that people are eating bats is a problem in itself. So let's just start there and end there. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Well, thank uh, you for sharing that. I actually, between the Tiger King TVB's episode and this, it looks like Cardi B is, she's doing big things for the, for the big cat community. Um, but I, I definitely recommend checking out if you can, or if you haven't um, seen the headlines in a couple days, because you're kind of purging yourself from um, all types of media. This is an interesting article to kind of get lost in um, about this tiger and obviously Tiger King because that's um, more entertaining. <laughs> but Yeah, and listen to our main podcast if you haven't already. And if you're still listening to this one by um, this point, thank you so much. I might this... miss Ryan has said um more than 50 times. Yeah, I hope you guys are blacked out. <laughs> Or have had so much coffee that you're not going to be able to sleep for days. Exactly. I am now almost through this. Um, I guess I in in deep with three white claws. So half a pack. Thanks, Ryan. Um, you're welcome. To just finish things up, I just want to thank you guys for continuing to support us. I know that we've been gone for a minute. Now we're back with the jump off. Goons in the club case something jumps off. Um, that's a little Kim reference if you guys didn't know Um, and you know uh, thank you for listening to our um, to our premiere episode of Bees Buzz we're still going to be working out some kinks Uh, we definitely want to hear from you guys share a headline with us to talk about next week Um, just send us a screenshot on our Instagram uh, of a headline that's really entertaining and we'll try to discuss what it's about without knowing anything about it. Give us any kind of recommendations that you might 
uh, know of. If there is a specific episode of Encore or Community that you want us to check out, um, let us know. We're more than happy to do it. If you guys want to message us and ask us any questions about any and everything, we have the time. Um, Also... Also remember to follow us at TVB's uh, podcast on Instagram. You could also check us out at TVB's podcast on Twitter, where we will be more active very soon. Also check out our Patreon. Um, uh, Keep following our Instagram so that you know when everything is up onto our Patreon so you can uh, get exclusive uh, content such as our retired season one of TVB's podcast, as well as uh, bonus extras such as when Gina and I decided to do our makeup without a mirror, when <laughs> Gina and I decided to uh, give each other positive affirmation makeovers for a Queer Eye episode. And we'll have tons of extras coming up at a very low price. We just want to offer the true fans out there something special. Um, and I, I I think that we are all just in an age where we all need to support each other and um, have a little bit of fun together and be allies for each other because these are trying times. And I know that um, I'm going stir crazy. I'm sure that a lot of you guys are going stir crazy out there, but it's little things like this that give me a break from, you know, being bored. And I hope that we can do the same for you. And if there's anything that you want us to add to um, the Bees Buzz podcast, you know, hit us up. We're down to talk about anything. We can ramble for days um, about any and everything. So um that's all i have to say um gina go ahead and wrap things up for us of course um and yeah i agree with ryan these are some trying times but if we can provide you with a little light and maybe some um fun new shows and music and books to read listen and check out then that makes us happy as well because hopefully our rambling gets gets you to to move from the couch or start listening to something new so let us know about your inspirations and anything that you like. And we're just so thankful that you guys are still on this ride with us. And to all our new fans and listeners, um, we appreciate you. And we can't wait to dive deeper into this season and deeper into this quarantine together because that's all we can do right now. And we're definitely Absolutely. all in this together. So we will see you soon. If you haven't already, please check out season two, episode one, all about Tiger King and can't wait to watch the new episode of Tiger King soon. Also, thank you, Ryan, for providing the work um, for this (laughs) podcast. Oh, you're welcome. I have nothing else to do. Um, (laughs) And, you know, if you liked, uh, episode one tiger king you'll definitely love episode two of the act which will be coming out um which will be coming out next week um and then a few days after that you'll get the second episode of bees buzz which i promise will be much more concise we just really wanted to give you guys an extended feel of this podcast and us um so until then Be safe, wash your hands, don't touch your face, and drink up. 
Yeah, keep buzzing, y'all. Bye, <laughs> Bye beehive. <laughs>